You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Hello. Real quick, before we start this episode, we do these podcasts to have a little fun, bring a little entertainment and lightness to your day. We don't take ourselves all that seriously, but we definitely take our business serious. Um, At Stateside Management, we represent music producers and mix engineers alike. This is a call to arms to anyone that's in a band or is a solo musician, an artist, and you're looking for a collaborator on your your record or your EP or your single, uh, you know, just drop us a line. We're here to help, whether it's mixing, mastering, producing, or you just need someone to have a, you know, a consultation, an objective outside perspective, you know, maybe approaching music from a different, uh, different angle under a different light and you need some help. Um, that's what we're here to do. So, you know, we want to keep making great records for you guys to love. Um, so, yeah, feel free to check out our website at statesidemgmt.com. Shoot me an email anytime, james at statesidemgmt.com. And the other thing is that please, please, please share this podcast with all your friends, your neighbors, your family members, anybody that you think might enjoy this. Um, yeah, and the other the other thing that would really help is if you guys leave a review, make sure you hit subscribe to the podcast, and that it automatically downloads every episode that's released. Download numbers and how you rate the podcast and reviews really, really matter. It's the only way that we can let iTunes know that we really exist and that they give us a fair shake. Um, thank you from the bottom of my heart for even checking the show out and supporting what we do. We love you very much. Welcome to the Stateside Podcast. My name is James Ian McMillan. In the dark, dark corner is my co-host and producer of the show, Andrew Carrion. What's up, Andrew? Skippity boop, boopity, boop, boop, skippity boop, scoopity boop, scoopity whoop, whoop. Fucking Kanye, man. He's a genius. He's a genius. <laughs> he does it right before he drops his album. Kanye, twenty twenty two. Yeah. Oh my God Almighty! Could you imagine him as a president? Hey, nothing fucking surprises me now. <laughs> hey, remember that guy that was on that stupid reality show where he'd fire people? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's the president of the country. He's running shit. Dude, that's fucked when you put it in that context. I'm still not used to it at all. Like, every time be. I see him on TV, I'm just like, what reality yeah, am I wait, living in? What? I know. <laughs> oh, God. He's still not that guy to me. He'll always be 
that fucking reality star goofball that looks like a goddamn orangutan. <laughs> and now somehow, some way he's the president of the United States. Well, welcome back to the show. So how's it going, man? It's What's going new? good. Anything dude? new? Um, springtime, right? Yeah, it's been, springtime. It's been, it was super nice this weekend. Jesus, it was so nice. It was nice. like in the 90s on Sunday. I know. Ooh. And it's already gone. <laughs> Gray as it could be. Yeah. At least it's not raining. Rain. Yeah, I'll take it, man. I will fucking take it. You know, it's pretty funny. It's like you spend the whole winter complaining about it being cold and rainy, and then it gets hot here, and everyone starts complaining about that almost yeah, just immediately. shut the fuck up. Yeah. Shut well, the one fuck or the other. up. Choose a side. No shit. You can't start complaining about the heat in Oregon until, like, <laughs> September, right? I mean, come on. You can give it some time, yeah, just, bro. I hate when people complain about the heat. It's like, be seasonal at least, you know? Yeah. Just be a little. Yeah, what do you expect? It's August 15th, like, you know? Dude, remember when uh, Crummit got married on the hottest day in the world? Yeah, that was pretty damn hot. It was the hottest day of the year for sure, but one of the hottest days I remember here ever. Yeah, I mean, God, dude, I felt so bad for everyone who had to wear suits and shit. I just wore, like, a short sleeve shirt and a tie, and I was dying. <laughs> Couldn't imagine. Just cooking out there. I know Marinelli's, like, you know, in this full gown and her makeup and her hair is all done. Getting so, the pictures. Slowly melting. Just slowly melting. Cooking out there in the summer. It was brutal. Well over 100 degrees for sure, and it was humid that day. Yeah, it was, man. Ashley ended up jumping in the pool in her dress. <laughs> just had to get away. <laughs> yeah. I didn't end up jumping in, but I remember everyone else did. Well, luckily the house is right there, so you can just go in there and get some AC real quick. Yep. Get some Andrew Carry on real quick. See what I did AC there. AC for your mouth. For your mouth. Your mouth. Um, new things that are going on. Oh, <laughs> have, did you hear about the, the the wild craze on the internet right now? Yeah, the Yanni versus Laurel. Yeah. Yeah, so, that, okay. that's just weird. Where do, you, where do you land? See, last night I heard Laurel for sure, like 100%. Yeah. This morning... Like around ten, I listened to it again. I heard the opposite. Really? Like it? It wasn't quite Yanni, but it was like it wasn't Laurel. It was like Yaller. Really? And then I listened to it again, like just like two hours ago, and it's Laurel again. So it's, it's so it's it back to Laurel. Fucks my head up, like dude. It is like one hundred percent Laurel to me. Okay. I I don't understand. That's what I thought it would be for Laurel. me too. Just like that dress shit too. Like, like right. I don't, six hours later, it changed on me. I saw the opposite color. That happened was, to me too. It's so fucking one. weird. Some magic eye shit. I, I heard a, a loop of the Yanni versus Laurel audio clip. Yeah. And someone had slowed it down and then sped it up. Uh-huh. And the slow down one is totally Yanni. Okay. When it's like, Yanni. Uh-huh. But then it goes fast again. It's like, Laurel. 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 That's weird. Yeah, isn't that weird? <laughs> For those who have no idea what we're fucking talking about, I, I don't even know where it started. It's like, uh, a, it's school- like, a, like a Twitter poll or something. Yeah, so there's an audio loop of like a, you know, like when you ask the computer to pronounce a word and it, you know, pronounces for you. So it's all like the, that really strange computer voice. Yeah, like Apple talk or something. Yeah, exactly. And he's saying a word. So technically, the they said the word is Laurel. Okay. Um, And I forget what it stands. What's the context of that word? Well, anyway, the the point being that apparently half of the people who have been polled hear Yanny and just a little bit more than half of the people hear Laurel. So it's, it's crazy. Look it up. Yanny or Laurel. If you just Google that, you'll find the clip. I don't know how you couldn't hear Laurel, but that's what I thought last night, but it changed. You on said it changed. Oh, it's like a different so frame weird. of mind or something. That's the only thing I could think of, I guess. I heard some crazy shit that 
most people under 25 are hearing Yanny, and older people hear Laurel. Well, there's a frequency, uh, right? That's stupid. Uh, that I think it's like around like 20, you lose like a certain frequency. So like, it makes sense. Yeah, they, me and you are dead. They, like, like we're they, deaf. They use it at malls and shit to like keep kids Whoa. away or something like that because we can't hear it. But I guess it's annoying the kids. Really? Yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> Yeah, I looked up like you know the celebrities where they lay uh, lie on it, and I was surprised. Like Stephen King twi- tweeted Yanny, <laughs> so he thinks it's Yanny, this brilliant man. Yeah, it's so fucking weird. Yeah, let's play it so people can hear that shit. Laurel, Laurel, yeah, Laurel, Laurel, Laurel Hurst, Laurel, 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 yeah, one hundred percent. How is it? How is that Yanny? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I tried. I like, out, man. I put my phone away. I closed my eyes. And going into it, I didn't have any pre, you know, I didn't weigh in on it one way or the other. No one told me. Yeah, it sounds like first. Yeah. Yeah. And I just I, looked it up. Yeah, I didn't know what the fuck it was. And I checked the comments and then it was pretty split. <laughs> totally. That would make you crazy if you just kept hearing that over and over. Eventually. Snap. <sighs> It's weird how that stuff starts, man. Like, it probably... I, today was the first time I had heard about it. Yeah. When did you hear about it? Well, yesterday? Last night, like, you know, like 10 or so. So how fast did that happen? Oh, it just caught on. It was super fast. Like, I mean, I just saw, like... I think World's... I saw it from Worldstar on Instagram. Right. I mean, you know, 48 hours or something since it... Less than that. ...was posted is, to the internet originally. Yeah, it's crazy how just information flies that like that. That is so weird. I, I read a story. It's something like... A, a kid or high school kid or something was doing a project and he had to look up that word. Yeah. Laurel. Uh-huh. And then he, he kept, it sounded funny to him. So he played it to the class and the class voted what they had heard. Yeah. And like half of the kids were like, it's Yanny. It's Yanny. And the other half was like, no, it's Laurel. <laughs> so, so then he posted on the tricky. internet and it just took off. God damn. <laughs> what was the dress one? It was like, what color do you see? Yeah. It was like white and gold and blue and black, I believe. Yeah, that's right. That one, I remember also just feeling so crazy. Like, how do you see that one? Yeah. How do you see it the other way? But then it, it had switched on yeah, me at it switched. one point. You check, it up, check back like six hours later. You're like, Dude. what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, li- I like those things. Like, you know, the images where, like, you either see a face or you see this. And, uh-huh. you know, it challenges your yeah, it's kinda so what conception. Yeah. Kind of focus in on. Yeah. Well, what we're doing right now. Is kind of related to the topic we we're going to talk about tonight. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> Very much so. Oh, Ironically. S- oh, snap. Oh, darn. Oh, butter, oh, gee. Butter biscuits. Oh, jeepers. Oh, holy smokes. Holy smokes. Uh, we're going to discuss white people shit. <laughs> what? We're not really sure the, the, top, or the name of the topic. All we know is what white people are super into. How about that? What, what white people dig? Oh, yeah. This is going to be fun. I'll give you an example. <laughs> the movie Footloose. Eight yep. No people of color checking that movie out anytime soon. Whitey. Yeah, that is the whitest thing that's ever happened. Maybe got like one or two Carltons in there. D- yeah, exactly. A few. <laughs> but no one's passionate about Footloose. We grew up in the south side of Chicago. That's all I'm saying. What's another one, Andrew? Uh, glass water. That Vader shit. I think that's what it's called. What? That those glass containers with the water, you know, drinkable water. They're like in the refrigerated section. 
<laughs> glassed water. Glassed water. Where you go to the store and buy glassed water. It's not even carbonated. Yeah, you're an asshole. <laughs> you're an asshole. And it's not even like mineral water. Nothing special, I don't think. Ugh. Yeah, like the really skinny. Yeah. It's... What's that called? Vaso or? Vader. Vader. Don't Vader. you dare blame that on Viso. Oh, not Viso. Yeah, you like that Viso shit. <laughs> Every day. Yeah, Voss. Voss water. That's it. That's the fucking shit. That's the fucking white yeah. guy shit. That's yeah. it. How much does it go for? Like three bucks or something? If you go to a store and you handpick one of those motherfucking things, you're either rich or you're white or you're both, which both makes you an asshole. If that's your choice for Voss. Uh, oh, that's hilarious. Uh not okay. Artesian still water. Artesian still water. The fuck does that mean? Artisan. An artist made that water? Handcrafted. You know those companies are just laughing all the way to the bank. Oh, for sure. They're taking glass bottles, they're putting some stupid fancy label on it, and they're filling it up at the tap. They're yeah. fucking shitty sink water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a lot of water companies got busted for that. I'm sure. I forget the brands that are good. But. Oh, do you remember the uh, the water the water som- sommelier guy on your mom's house podcast? Somalian? No, the sommelier. the water ex- expert. Do you know what sommelier is? I oh, because right, water champ, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guy like that a, was like they a, had a guest who like yep. was educated about that. <laughs> you know how people are like uh, experts on wine. Yeah. Well, he was an expert on water. Oh my god, dude! I highly recommend going and checking that out. He's super German, so it makes it even funnier. He's like. Yeah, the, the minerals in this water is, you know, far superior to the soda water you're yeah. drinking out of the can. And he's I, a water snob. I bet you that guy gets like hired for like you know rich people parties. To, he like, works at a restaurant water. in L.A. Oh, he is the water expert at a restaurant. He made a water menu. That's fucking stupid. Fucking and like people like that? De- develop like a palate for it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I need to listen to that. Oh my god, <laughs> we should find one of the see if we can find one of his clips because it's fucking hilarious, dude. I mean, talk about the whitest shit ever. In my opinion, the biggest scam on planet Earth is Dasani. Yes. In general, purified water companies. Yeah. What? That's for me something what I what drives me crazy. And I came to the States in 2011 and I wanted to create a water menu right away. And it was so hard to find real yeah. spring waters in America. Yeah. Because mostly yeah. here the waters are purified waters. And let's face it. Hey, they are all bind big companies and the big companies want to make money. It's Coca-Cola, Danone, Nestle yeah. Yeah. and Pepsi are the four biggest water producers in the world. And they all want to make money. There you go. Water sommelier. Yeah, he works in Los Angeles at yeah. like a swanky ass bar. I'm sure his accent like really sells it too. <laughs> yeah, he you, knows you can't. What he's talking yeah, about. You can't be a guy from Jersey, Boston, <laughs> trying to sell water to people. The comedian uh, Theo Vaughn always talks about it when he was a kid. One of his friends uh, collected water from all over the states, and mm-hmm. they freeze them into ice cubes. And it's like they, they get all fancy with it. Like you want to try one from like New, New Jersey? <laughs> <laughs> That's some redneck shit, yeah, man. Exactly. Holy that's fuck. That's so fucking funny. The Rat King? <laughs> that, Yvonne, the Rat that was King. on the fucking nose. Dude. That's really fucking funny. That was a good pull from Brendan. Yeah, that was really fucking funny. <laughs> Rat King. <laughs> the Yvonne's funny as shit. I dig that guy. He's fucking He's getting funny. hair implants. He has like, his hair's fine, but he's getting like more hair put yeah, in He's trying front. to get more hair in the front. He's outrageous, man. Have you seen the show Theo Vaughn has on YouTube where he takes, he like, 
like for example one of the first episodes with him and bobby lee bobby lee said yeah i saw that yeah it's like for comedy central or something yeah yeah and it's like you know he's trying to he's trying to make bobby lee finally grow up (laughs) and act more like his age or whatever yeah yeah it's it's super funny and he like goes through the whole process of like you know having bobby lee dress better and behave better at the bar but it's all bullshit and super goofy uh-huh, yeah it's really fucking funny had his girlfriend kalila or whatever yeah 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 Kalila has a good show <laughs> yeah. i'm glad he's doing a podcast tiger belly yep it's fucking really funny bobby lee's yeah bobby Lee. yeah it's really good i started getting that one too yeah he's an odd duck but he's really fucking funny <laughs> he's super funny yeah he's really fucking good i saw him at the comedy store a couple years ago oh that's right yeah Killed yeah it, man i've always wanted to go there and apparently the comedy store was like a dark fucking dungeon for years. It used to be owned by a mobster, right? Something like that. Something. The yeah, history some of it. Shit. History right? is really awesome, yeah. There's like a tunnel that like went up through the hill, like to the house on the hill or something Whoa. like that. They did some real mobster, mobster shit for sure. Fuck. And I know like back in the day, late 70s, early 80s, that was like the hot spot where Seinfeld. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, you know, Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey Steve uh, Martin. The fat dude. Yeah, tons of people were passed by that. What's her name? Mitzi Short. Yeah, yeah. And but then it got like super bleak and dark. Where, like, yeah, like, no one after, came after the comedies or the comedy bubble oh. burst in like the late eighties or mm-hmm. whatever. Like the nineties, I guess. Were Shoulder mostly, pad commu- mostly comedy. Dead. Yeah, like a little overcoat or whatever they call those. A blazer. Yep. Yep. <laughs> what the fuck was with eighties fashion and the the shoulders? People couldn't like, have big. Yeah, the shoulders. baggy suits and the shoulders. Like so the, goofy. like talking heads. Yeah. Stop making sense, video. <laughs> yeah. His shoulders are like ten feet wide. Oh my god, so stupid. And he looks like he's wearing football gear. So goofy. So goofy. So but dang. so rad. How <laughs> well, about that concert? I mean oh god. Jesus. Yeah, the whole thing's like the whole stage is like always kinda like morphing and like yeah. growing and he's at changing. one point literally running around the stage. <laughs> <laughs> god, I haven't seen that in a long time. I haven't That's so to check good, it out again. man. You remember how it starts? Like it like you were saying, it starts really minimal and then yeah. it just keeps growing. Uh huh. It's just they, like, him. Will stuff out. And shit. Yeah, and it just it's with him, and he walks out with a boombox mm-hmm. and a, uh, an acoustic, and then he hits play, and it's the music to Psycho Killer. Yeah, and he starts, you know, no, it's just the drum beat, like, and then he starts playing the guitar riff. It's like slowly builds up. Yeah, and it just slowly builds, and like then one guy will come out with, you know, the girl on bass will come out, and then that goofy black guitar player with the one with the onesie suit, the jumpsuit guy. <laughs> Fucking incredible band, man. Yeah, that bass player, that female was killing it. Oh, she's one of the best. She's so they're all so eccentric, they're like and running around, running around, so much cocaine, <laughs> so mountains of cocaine. He claims he never did it. I don't believe him. There's yeah. no way. I mean, you can be that. Ex- I'm a pretty eccentric guy without cocaine, but I'm not that fucking like. Uh, he's literally running for, for like an hour and a half on stage. Yeah, it seems to be like either you're sober and crazy and like have that kind of yeah. energy about you, or you're fucking coked yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> of course I'm, I'm half kidding. He, he might not have, but they all, some of those guys definitely seemed like it. Like the percussionist guy in the back, just pointing the whole time in the fucking stands, like. God, I love Holy people shit. on stage just fucking yoked out of their mind. Yoked out of their like, uh, fucking gizzards, fucking Like on the Woodstock, uh, Santana, I guess, he was on acid, and he could like, see yeah. his face. Yeah, like, yeah, He was saying, like, in an interview, like, way later, he's, like, saying, yeah, the guitar neck turned into a snake. I was just trying to hold it. He was just melting. And then, like, the conga player in the back, just, like, his Fuck. eyes are rolling in the back of his head while he's playing and shit. No, I love man. that shit. <laughs> Have you ever seen the documentary about, um, God, I'm a baseball fan. This is really embarrassing. But it's the the story of a pitcher 
who he was like not- a notorious party guy and i think it was in the 70s nice. and he he took i think acid at a game but he, <laughs> that, so the intense. story is yeah the story is he i think he drank a lot the night before and was really kind of fucked up and hung over in the morning and then thought they had a day off so <laughs> oh, he dropped shit. some acid yeah and then Long-lasting. they called the team called them like where the fuck are you you know we you're, you're a starting pitcher they were playing like the Yankees, something big, like Major League Baseball game. Yeah. And so he raced over to the fucking stadium, and then it like started to hit. Oh, God. And he pitched a whole game uh-huh. while being out of his fuck. There's a really rad documentary about it. It's super funny. God, I'd love to see that. They have like animation and stuff going on, like, you know, what he saw. It's really yeah. well done. Super fucking. I can't believe I can't remember the name of the guy. I wonder how he did. Yeah. Um, he actually did better than you would think. Major League pitcher from 68. Okay. Um, Doc Ellis. That's the guy. And he, that's the fucking story. Is he threw a no hitter? Nice. You know what that means? No one hit off him. Yeah. Because it's not technically a perfect game, but it's right below a perfect game. Yeah. It happens a few times in your whole career. God, that's awesome. Like, that's, God, yeah. I can't believe I forgot Dip. that part of it. Just a different headspace. In 1970. Scipio Spinks and Doc Ellis were young major league pitchers. Speak for the Astros, Ellis for the Pirates, who had taken the era's free love and free drugs ethos to heart. Um, the po- oh, so the documentary is No No, a documentary, a new film about Ellis, who gained notoriety for pitching in 1970 no hitter under the influence of LSD. Quote, I pitched every game in the major leagues under the influence of drugs. He once said <laughs> his 12 year baseball career. Dude, I love that shit. God, that's hilarious. We did everything, tried everything, and partied all the time. We would try to see who could, who could out uh, amphetamine one another, says Spinks, noting that the normal dose was f- 5 milligrams. If we took 10 milligrams, I would take 20. If I took 20, he would take 25. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so he's on such a bender that he lost track of time. He's partying for 24, 36 hours straight. God 24 damn, to 36 hardcore yeah. party so right when there. he woke he thought he had the day off but he'd already gone through 24 hours so he didn't even realize it god oh my damn god running on reserves yeah yeah no one knew apparently people just thought he was like super tired and you know like all fucked up because he was hung over and shit so crazy yeah anyway check out that documentary i think it was on netflix for a time then there's like a Trey Parker and Matt Stone who went to uh, the Oscars or the Emmys or some something. Oh huge. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were on fucking acid, and that was the year that he was dressed oh like J Lo. <laughs> was it that year? Yeah, it was that year. You're on acid. Yeah, both of them. <laughs> Holy Just shit! Not giving a fuck. God, I love that shit. Fuck man, <laughs> you can kind of see so it in their funny. face too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like the '90s, right? That was like when yeah, South Park was huge, and they probably had a movie out by then. Yeah, they were the or kings a couple of the movies. world untouchable they were untouchable in a time where like you know the tv companies the the studios and shit they still had tons of power yeah so that that's so remarkable and they got through on their terms yep <laughs> look at that <laughs> trey parker and matt stone tripping acid at the oscars it's just such a magical evening and everyone it's just everyone looks so spectacular you know we just wanted to be a part of it all magic <laughs> come on <laughs> god he's funny 
Trey Parker's dressed as J-Lo. Yeah, that low cut. <laughs> Showing it Dude, those guys are so fucking funny. Just the voice acting alone so, is like so unique and so, fucking hilarious. Yep. I mean, <laughs> they created a brand of comedy that so many people try, you know, they, they created a brand of comedy. That's so hard to do. Yeah, it's kind of, you know. It's its own thing. Advanced, like, you know, past the Simpsons. Simpsons were, were great, but they took it further. I'm wearing Simpsons shirt. Got it edgier. Did you hear about, um, speaking of the Simpsons, I know, sorry guys, we jump around a lot, but that's that's how we roll. We'll talk about yeah, white guy shit. Around, we'll know. get back to white guy shit, like the Simpsons. <laughs> um, but did you hear about... Uh, Apu? That yeah, guy? yeah, yeah. I'm what's, glad he didn't apologize. What's the guy's or... name? Uh, Hank, Hank Azaria. Okay. No, he did go apologize. Oh, Hank Azaria did? I, I, I thought it was, um, I don't know the story, I guess. So Hank Azaria, who plays Apu, yeah. he went on like a bunch of late shows talking about and apologizing about his you know uh depiction of indian people and you know how like people could take that offensive that it's like a stereotypically indian guy and, yeah which i get and everything but that's the fucking point of comedy it's to push you it's to, that's exactly. like that's what south park does that's what every comedy bit in history does yeah yeah it's called a fucking joke yeah, it's a and fucking cartoon. It's a cartoon, you nutbags. And and the other thing is, it's like, he's an entrepreneur, Apu. He owns a business. Yeah. He's an American success story. What the fuck are you complaining about? Exactly. He's included. Yeah, he's included. I mean, I get why people can be a little, like, bummed about it, but maybe just turn the fucking channel if it's not for you. Exactly. You have to, uh, people are so fucking it's crazy outrage today. Outrage culture. Yeah, it's really a bummer, man. Yeah, but uh, the other guy, the creator, he's like, People are looking like just like pretending to be outraged. Oh, okay. So Matt Grant, Grant? yeah, that's the one I saw. Oh, he didn't apologize. Good yeah, for him. He didn't apologize. Good he for him. Stood by it. Good for him. That's fucking great, man. Because that's what people need to do. They, yeah, people, people need to stop apologizing. Exactly, like real fast. Yeah, just put it right back in your face. Um, I saw this really about this kind of topic and how a lot of comedians are you know being forced to apologize for shit. And it was um, Kevin Nealon. So Kevin Nealon got fired back in the day because he used to do that new show, the um, Weekend Update on SNL. Yeah. And he had he was making some topical jokes about like the Rodney King beating, and then OJ Simpson was right around the corner, and so he was talking about that. But he was making jokes because he's a fucking comedian. Okay. It's a comedy show. It's a fucking job. And so I guess the studio and everyone like at SNL were telling him that they had he had to stop doing that. And so he didn't. He simply didn't. He went on live television when yeah. they thought he was going to do a different thing. Oh, God. And he I did didn't it know again. That. That's fucking awesome. And then he kept going. And then he booked a couple late night shows where he was the guest on Conan. He was a guest on Letterman and did the same bit on those shows. Yeah. Then he got fired from SNL because of it, but he kept pushing it. And then he got more famous than ever because of that. Yeah. Then he got booked in all these movies and real like, shit. Yeah, real shit. He's funny. It's like I'm not compromising for anyone. Exactly. This is my fucking art. You don't tell me what to do. That's fucking great, man. Fuck yeah, man. Real conviction. And look, I'm not. I'm not encouraging people to be, you know, um, offensive for no reason, just to be offensive. That's obviously not what we're saying. But I mean, if it's funny, it's funny. I mean, if it's funny, it's funny. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Ashlyn, Ash and I always talk about how there's, there's literally nothing you can't make fun of. There's nothing. There's nothing. I can't think of one thing that you can't make a joke about. 
I mean, you can't. Like, and it may offend people in the moment. I'm saying there's not like you wouldn't go to a funeral and walk up to the person start you know, roasting. Yeah, the spouse <laughs> of the dead husband or something. That's not what I'm saying. Oh well, yeah, yeah, gotta have taste. But dead dad jokes are fucking funny. <laughs> the best. They're the best. My favorite are black dad jokes. Yeah, dude, <laughs> Just it's the, the lack of black dad, dude, black father figure. Right, right, yeah, because they're not there. It's hilarious. <laughs> so good. Fuck, man. My favorite joke. I think one of my favorite jokes of all time, and it's so racist. So I apologize ahead of time as I burp into the microphone super respectfully. America. I think uh, Aaron told me this one way back in the day. Oh, God. I think I know what you're going to say. Why can't Stevie Wonder read? Why? Because he's black. (laughs) (laughs) It's a joke, people. Oh, God. It's a joke. You see on the um, MTV music awards or something there's a performance for the wild wild west you know with like will smith and stuff and they had that song and uh stevie wonder was out there and this was back in the day yeah back yeah, in the yeah. 90s and they forgot to bring him out after after they were done performing they forgot to like you know grab his hand and take him yeah, so yeah. he's just out there alone <laughs> <laughs> poor dude yeah oh poor guy just waiting there for someone to take him off stage i love that chris rock bit that the special bigger and blacker um, he's talking about Stevie Wonder. <laughs> like he can't, he can't tell how much money he has because he's blind, right? So it's just, and he's like, it just stacks to Stevie. It just stacks. stacks. He can feel his money. I love that. Mick Scrooge, dude. That's pretty crazy. Like Stevie Wonder was born blind. He, yeah. So he has no baseline for. There's no anything. baseline for what a mountain looks like or what what's the color blue to Stevie Wonder. Yeah, I like that and the Kirby enthusiasm. I don't know what red is. <laughs> oh, really? They say that? There's a, there's a blind guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pianist. And I heard, you know, the way he describes it is by, like, red to him is hot. Blue to him is cold. But he doesn't know what that means. He just knows that that's how we see it. That's so strange. You know? it's cra- Yellow is like the sun to him, like the way it feels. They, be- they become different versions of humans. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, that brain space is like yeah. something else. Their smell might be better. That's usually what happens. Yeah, it's a better hearing. Different sensory perception. Or Imagine music for Stevie Wonder. What an interesting thing that is. Probably sees it. He sees it <laughs> in a way that, like, I mean, that's so crazy. He plays piano for fuck's sake. He can't see what he's doing. Yeah, just all right there. Bad yeah, motherfucker. Just all feel. And he's a sick drummer, too. Oh, really? I didn't know he played drums. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot I of that stuff back in the day. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I, there's some old YouTube clips of him playing, like, Superstitious and all that shit. But, I mean, that is the jam. Yeah, he's a badass motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I always liked Stevie, but Tom got me into him. He was a big fan of his, like, some of the deep album cuts. Yeah, the, the deep tracks. And, like, same with uh, the low-tone low tone Barry White. Oh, Barry White, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that dude, too. Tom was yeah. really in them. What's that one song? Tom, Tom's very black. T- yeah, Tom is the blackest white Irish guy I've ever yeah, met. Yeah, he's fucking awesome. He... Yeah. I wonder why that is. <laughs> I don't know. He grew up in Aloha. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. He just loves the black culture, I guess. Mm-hmm. He always loved hip-hop as a kid. It was always his favorite. Yeah, probably before rock, all that. Until he was a punk rock kid when we met him. <laughs> Tom was the craziest kid I'd ever met. Oh, for sure. He's out of his fucking mind. Back, yeah, before he turned into a stoner, he was yeah. out of his fucking yeah, mind. Yeah, he was like a a punk rock jock. Yeah, exactly. Jock is the perfect description. I, I mean, like, he'd always wear no effect shirts, and 
his cargo shorts and like skate shoes but he would like pick fights with people <laughs> he'd pick me and josh up super funny uh what's some other white guy shit andrew <laughs> i got a few all right uh how about a prius with an obama sticker <laughs> just priuses in that, general that just might be portland but fuck yeah i mean really any of those kind of cars top gun oh god super as can be at which then goes along with kenny loggins yeah it's the same difference it's, it's the same thing you brought up the best one yet ted talk <laughs> ted that talks was, is that, so white that, that was on a kendrick lamar track god damn it great poupon the av on the ted talk <laughs> talk about white people shit <laughs> i mean it's i thought of another one too mythbusters oh <laughs> that kind of shit is really white like adam savage and those guys oh, did, did that show. yeah yeah that that like a, a civil war mustache and shit that kind of style yeah, <laughs> yeah. being really into science and like doing experiments and shit super white footloose the whitest thing ever of all time i got a buying or owning a cd of an obese hawaiian playing a ukulele <laughs> that's pretty goddamn white say that one more time <laughs> owning the cd of an obese hawaiian playing ukulele ukulele <laughs> you know what i'm talking about right i know exactly what you're talking about that, that fat dude <laughs> of course the one fat guy that's always playing the fucking uke and it's so like uh, they think they're chillaxing on their porch. <laughs> oh, what is that guy's name? I'm not even gonna attempt to try and Kamak- say it. Kamakawiya Wool. What a dick. Uh Yeah, why do white people like this shit so much? Well, first off, it's over the rainbow. But yeah. uh, the genre, though, I don't know. <laughs> Why is he so fat? It's You know what this reminds me of? And we can throw this into the white guy pile. Jack yeah. Johnson. Oh, God, I can't stand Jack Johnson. Fuck Jack Johnson. Oh my, this video is just fucking ridiculous. Jesus. That is hysterically specific, Andrew. <laughs> over there deep frying pineapples all right here's another one that white people exclusively dig Cirque du Soleil (laughs) (laughs) just that tent alone dude what in the fuck Patton Oswalt has a bit about that (laughs) it's not white people he talks about like specifically white conservatives love Cirque du Soleil it's some like everything's wet and French and on fire all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> they love it. They wait in line all day for it. Isn't that fucking funny? Yeah. White people love that shit. They love to be entertained. They're like going to uh, like Universal Studios. They'll wait in line for four hours for some stupid fucking presentation of like 
the Terminator or something. You know what I mean? Oh, man. Ash and I wait in line for so long to see like like a special effects presentation. Uh-huh. Like behind the scenes. Yeah. It was all white people. <laughs> and like a couple Mexicans because it was California. Yeah, and like uh, it reminds me of like Christmas presentations, like the Nutcracker. That's pretty white. How about Uggs? It's a white girl. Crocs. I like the uh, that meme of a Han Solo season is happening or whatever. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The boots yeah, the girls. The... <laughs> that is so fucking accurate. Like every one of them. <laughs> yeah, it's the visual of like the girl with a vest, poofy vest, yeah. like a white shirt or a shirt of some kind, like a collar shirt. Yeah. The tight skinny jeans mm-hmm. and then the boots to go brown over boots. the jeans, brown yeah. boots. <laughs> So fucking funny. And solo season is upon us. So many chicks oh, dress like that in the fall. fall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like then pumpkin spice sisters. latte. Yep. Pumpkin spice anything. Yep. <laughs> exactly. They're all at Target getting ready for the holidays. Oh, God. Um, I wrote down being very specific and picky when ordering coffee at Starbucks or food <laughs> at a restaurant. <laughs> this, this barista at Starbucks was telling me about a customer that I don't remember the actual like ingredients, but it was so annoyingly specific. Oh, and she God. she insists that the, the one girl makes it for her. Yeah. So she's memorized this fucking chick's schedule. So she'll come in only on the days that this chick is working. This girl's hilarious, too. She'll go hide in the bathroom from this customer. <laughs> she's so fucking funny. And she's like, she she literally just sat in the bathroom for like 20 minutes. And they all lied, said she was on her break or something. Yeah. And then she came back and the lady was still there out of their fucking minds man yeah, it was like some chai fucking drink but she wanted a specific temperature 195 degrees you know fucking anal what the fuck that, man that's a crazy person it's a crazy person it's coffee <laughs> fucking relax you dickhead so make, at that point just make it yourself just make it yourself you can have the whole experiment at your house you yeah know, what are you doing temperature get that shit correct I wonder where that comes from like like the mental like part of it yeah or? like why are people so specific about what they eat and drink i mean i get it like a little bit but For like sure. that seems pretty extreme like to have like the yeah everyone has a preference like you like what you like cutting dialing shit back a little bit you know if it's too sweet you know half the amount or something like that yeah but you're a you're a human being and you've worked service industry industry jobs so you would never do that to someone oh yeah you understand you know? that yeah yeah like, it's always who, like people who haven't worked or like understand that world at all and they have like, no idea they don't understand the golden rule, like anyone handling your food no or drink. It's like nothing but please and thank you. Um, you know, without being specific on the on the show here on there, I'll just vaguely say I have a I had a friend that one one of my favorite people, really great person, but had everything handed to him financially. Yeah, and because of that, this person went through most of their adulthood, well, all of their adulthood, without having to have a day job. And because like, so, you know, we'd go out and hit the same places together and it was always that experience. You know, they were very, very demanding of the bartender. They wanted them to be fast and present and, you know, and we're just me and the other people that I'm going to be vague about. We're just like, oh, dude, you have no fucking idea what it's even like, bro. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. It's so nuts. Yeah, making it to that age and not knowing. Yeah. And it, it, it only, it sucks when that happens to people because you're not like if you're rich you're like super rich parents and you just 
baby your children that way you're doing them such a disservice for sure you're you're fucking them over man they need to have some hunger like (laughs) most successful people got there because they were trying to dig themselves out of some shitty situation yeah against all odds kind of thing yeah that's why you know in some cases they'll develop like a fucking drug problem or oh yeah just gotta have their own struggle gotta have something oh yeah for sure it's like idle time is bad man it's yeah. the worst it's unfortunate yeah i mean that's why you know it's like uh retired men or retired anyone if they don't have a plan for after they retire they almost always die oh yeah it you happens gotta, all the time you gotta keep moving you yep gotta... or they start drinking a lot at yeah. 70 <laughs> i mean it's fun <laughs> for a while but well, for a while but but uh, at that Jesus, age too man. like your body can't take that yeah eventually it's just a tuesday at 11 a.m well, the whole world's going on around you, and you're on your fifth margarita. Kind of fun. Kind of fun. Hey, another white thing, though. Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> so goddamn Cheeseburger white. Cheeseburger in paradise. I fucking hate Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> who likes that music? I don't know. I don't know who those people are. And I don't even know. I don't even like. What's one song other than Mar- Margaritaville? Isn't it like a destination or like a Vegas? Like a, They have like a giant restaurant at Vegas, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Margaritaville. It's like a whole chain. <sighs> Real weird people. Yeah, like uh, his target audience, like when they go to the shows, have like a Hawaiian shirt, probably flip flops on, clapping off time. Oh god! <laughs> it's like you go to Blazers games, and it's the people that are like just hitting their palms. Or yeah, just, isn't this... Ashley does the best demonstration of that clap out of anyone I've ever seen? <laughs> it's like misses your hands and <laughs> off time. Oh god. She always does that when I listen listen to uh, Bruce Springsteen. Like, <laughs> born in the USA, I was. <laughs> God, uh, that's fucking funny. White moms with their, their mom haircuts, their short mom do's. Can I, talk to your, can I speak to your manager? Yeah. Can like, I speak to your manager, like bitches? Long in the front and then I cut tight in the back. Tight, the spiky back thing? Yeah, the spiky back. The capris. Oh, early 2000s all over it and they just they have so much to do yeah. they don't have time for real haircuts a lot of women there shop at target actually all of them every one of them i need to pee oh here's another one how about curling <laughs> that's super yeah that, that, that seems like a sport originated from the great white north yep which is canada let's just be honest let's go piss <laughs> soda water you got the carbonation and technically i have a bottle water over here as well all the fluids it's almost as though i pee a lot i wonder why bladder ready mm-hmm. Get that bladder full yes andrew and i were just discussing all the new movies that are coming out quite a, a lot bit of, yeah be a good summer for movies some of them suck i'm gonna be honest but that's what summer movies are for just to, you know like popcorn movies it's a bear condition going on there you go man Deadpool 2. I am excited about that. That's soon. That's on May 18th. Yeah, this month. Did you like Deadpool? I don't really care for it. Really? I don't really care for a lot of that action uh, comic book movie. Yeah. 
But it was entertaining. It's funny. I'm not, yeah, I'm not gonna. I didn't dislike it. I, I do fear that Deadpool two, is gonna be, like you know the joke is over. Like okay, we get it. It's a comic guy that cusses. Wow, you uh-huh. know like I don't know. I think it might be a little overplayed. We shall see though. Um, Solo, a Star Wars story about Han Solo. Two. Whoa, that's directed by Ron Howard. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Holy shit. Do you remember the movie Willow? Oh, yeah. Dude. Oh, yeah. That's some white guy shit right I there. I didn't rewatch that. I haven't seen that like since I was, probably like since the 80s. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it in a long fucking time. Warwick Davis? And Val Kilmer. <laughs> Batman himself. Batman himself. Yep. <laughs> How about Val Kilmer in um, The Doors movie? Oh, my God. Fucking hilarious. So fucking funny. And uh, Johnny Drama from uh, Entourage. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a drummer. The little Latin people will do it some well, justice. <laughs> do you remember Val Kilmer on Entourage where he plays oh, the yeah. weed dealer? Yeah, he And plays... it's basically that character kind of. Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. That's kinda... such a perfect role. Yeah, yeah. so he, good. He nails it. Have you ever seen um, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? No. Movie with Robert Downey Jr. and Val Kilmer. Really, really awesome movie. Super, super good. But yeah, he's... He plays a really fucking funny guy in that. Like he's done a ton of cool shit, but now Ice he's man. Uh, Ice man. <laughs> I don't like because you're dangerous. <laughs> I'll follow you any day. A new movie, a new horror movie called Hereditary. That's coming out. Looks scary as shit. Excited about that. Hereditary. Uh, Incredibles two, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. I think it looks fucking dumb. I think. Yeah, I think all the reboots are fucking dog shit. Yep. Ooh, Sicario 2. I am pretty crunked about that. I just watched, watched the Sa- first one. Sicario? What? Sicario? What? Have you ever seen Sicario? Is it anime or something? No. Sicario? It's, I don't know uh, what it is. You should pull up the trailer. I think you'd like it. It's about the drug trade. Like, So the story is this the CIA agent who's very like vague on what he does. Um, played by Josh Brolin. And then he has like a partner played by Benicio del Toro. Okay. And he's like really vague who he is. No one, he won't tell anyone who he works for. He's just like super, you know, shady kind of stuff. And then they hire Emily Blunt, who plays a FBI agent. And she keeps asking these questions like, who are you guys? What the fuck are you doing? And they, so they go fight the cartel in Mexico. Um, but it's, it's it's like based on a lot of true kind of stories and it's it's fucked man it's it's such a rad movie super violent super true to the the drug war and how fucking nice. pointless yeah, it is yeah it got 93% on rotten tomatoes oh uh, yeah i love that movie just watched it last week good stuff good stuff hey, catch up well since yeah, we're talking like about list. movies we might as well do the movie pick of the week um this movie pick of the week from James Ian Macmillan is going to be Tim Burton's 2004 flick called Big Fish. Big Fish is um, about Edward Bloom, who's played by Albert Feeney. Excuse me. He becomes ill, and his son William Billy Crudup travels to be with him, and he goes to talk to his dad. They have a really strained relationship, and the dad he always you know, he's a really sweet dad and everything, but he exaggerates every story that he's ever had. And mm-hmm. so Ewan McGregor plays the younger version of the dad, but in 
in in his versions of the stories like so when the dad will t- you know talk about how he was a salesman as a kid or as a young man uh, ewan mcgregor goes and plays the version of his stories right yeah. you know so they're it's like made up but then you start realizing that some of it is true and so that just the the lines get really blurred on what is fact and what is fiction it's really well done it's an awesome yeah, i saw it in theaters and never since but i need to rewatch that you have the trailer up there dog we can watch that i love that movie There it is, folks. Big fish. Check it out. How about those guys who do all the trailers, the voices? Oh, yeah, like from uh, Tim Joe Burton. from the rest yeah, of the exactly. Development. Is that voice for it? In a world <laughs> coming this They're summer. They're all so similar. Have you ever seen the movie In a World? No, is it all about that? It's about those. It's, uh, do you know who Lake Bell is? She's like one of the hottest no. actresses. She's, she's totally my thing. Look that shit up. It has 92% of Rotten Tomatoes. Um, in a world is about the voice actors and specifically the people who do the trailers. And so Lake Bell plays the daughter of like the most famous guy ever who does those trailers. And so then they start competing with each other to win (laughs) a spot on a movie. It's really fucking well done. Super cool movie. Yeah. Everyone's in it too. It's one of those movies that like no one's heard about, but it's really well done in a world in a world. So, uh, what would you say is your favorite Burton, Tim Burton movie? For me, I always go with. I mean, it's probably not the best, but it's my favorite. Is Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Oh yeah, it's, it's that's so, a good pick, it's just, Andrew. It's just fucking weird. I I mean, I might concur. I I don't know because like, it has like the, like the kids. They sell it as a kids movie, but it's really fucking odd. Oh, it's so great. <laughs> it's like it's lines are blurred. So funny. And it kind of turns into uh, folds in on itself at the end. You yeah. Know? It's like oh yeah. Self reflective. It's like a movie of a movie. Yeah, it's way fucking above like a kids movie. <laughs> Pee Wee in general was though, really. He was so funny. Oh god, I love that character. So good. Um, that's really good. I mean, obviously, Nightmare Before Christmas is what I'm supposed to say, but it's really? not my it's not my favorite. Don't you think that's what everyone I, always says? Yeah, I don't. I mean, that's good. Yeah. I know. I, I mean, I've never been absolutely crazy about that movie. Edward Scissorhands would probably be my oh, second. Oh yeah, I love that movie. So yeah. we're we're right on. I think on the same track for those. I like his. I mean, his animations are good, obviously. Yeah, they're not pretty unique look. Yeah, well, for everything sure. he does is pretty unique. But like Beetlejuice might be oh, ultimately yeah. my favorite. That's probably my third too. Yeah, I'd say those three, and then Big Fish. So those are like the top handful of ones. Um, or just some of the other ones he did, like Ed Wood. Yeah, that's not very good though. Um, he did this stupid uh, remake of the chocolate factory didn't he was that him oh god it was so bad so bad then he did like alice in wonderland which is also really stupid uh yeah did you ever see it it's just it's all cgi yeah just too much super boring very forgettable 
I like his live action stuff. I like when he uses actual props like Beetlejuice, you know, real makeup. Oh, for sure, yeah. Edward Scissorhands. All that stuff is so well done. Pee-wee's that is so ahead of its time too. <laughs> so crazy. Down large marge sent you. Yeah. <laughs> what a visionary. He's an odd guy. He's got to be pretty old now, right? Old Tim Burton. Probably up there. Fucking uh, bagged Helena Bonham Carter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's in Big Fish. Yeah, she's in a lot of his movies. A lot of his movies, yeah. He's 59, is what it says. Yeah. Wow. Born in 58. He's awesome. So cool. He's American, right? Yeah. Born in Burbank. Oh, Jesus. Isn't it funny when you're like... These people who were literally born in the film industry. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. it's right in the backyard. <laughs> it's not to say that they're not, you know, successful because of who they are. But yeah. But it sure it, makes it easy when you grow up well, in Burbank. It's right there. It's probably a definite influence no matter. It's literally where the studios yeah. are. Yeah. Burbank, right there. <laughs> yeah, like um, Tom Hanks. And he grew up in the Valley. Or, yeah. you know, at, um, Ron Howard. These are all like Southern California, Los Angeles County guys. I mean. All know. right there. <laughs> yeah, it's all right there. Kevin Costner, he grew up down there. But again, it doesn't take away the talent. It's just, you know, proximity is definitely. No industry is right there. Yep. Pretty easy. Big old lights. Um, what was I going to say? I think we cover a lot of white guys, should Andrew? I think we missed one, though. What do we got? Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry. <laughs> Friends in general. <laughs> Friends, in Friends in general. How about that show? Woo! I I haven't seen it since the nineties. Ashley and I rewatched the whole thing. Yeah, it's on Netflix, right? Like a year ago now. <laughs> and I kept referring to it as like that I needed to check in with my friends. Oh god. I need to see what my friends are up to. Joey. Oh Joey. Oh, he's the funny one. My pockets boom. There's so many like sweater vests and fuck Yeah, it has to be fucking dated. Oh it's the so, Rembrandt's oh for the, my just that theme god. alone. It's so dated. <laughs> The last episode of the last season is dated. You know what I mean? The first season is unbelievably dated. I'm saying it's so old. Oh, God. Yeah. That when it ended, it it was still like the early 2000s, I think. It went well, on let's, let's look to that the up. 2000s? Jesus. Yeah, I mean, it went off, um, yeah, post 9 11. Because the whole, the whole was thing. Was it? Yeah, oh, yeah. The whole joke about it was they never mentioned 9 11, and it's a show based in New York City. They're supposed to be living in Manhattan. May 2004? 2004. I did not know it went on that long. 94 to 2004. Wow. So it starts when we were in fifth grade. I thought that shit ended like in 98. The year Kurt Cobain died is when the show started, my man. (laughs) So that's how old it is. And you see it. Like, it's so funny. Yeah, and it, like, um, I have to, like, turn off any... (laughs) any intelligent part about my brain to enjoy the show. Like I, I have to get super dumb and turn it all off yeah, or else I, I can't enjoy it. That's how you relax. Yep. Like the, uh, the fake clapping. Oh yeah. The candle laughter. It's insane because they'll, <laughs> the other thing about those fucking shows, what do they call them? One ca- single camera. Um, yeah, that's like, a, or no, um, mal- modern family, but, uh, yeah, that's a single camera, but, um, that's like the opposite of a single camera. Yeah, I forget. Uh, multi camera. I don't know I what they call so. it. So. Where it's like a stage. You know, it's yeah. all one perspective. So, mm-hmm. like in Monica's apartment, you never see 
this side of the apartment. You never see yeah, the perspective it's all of the open. Yeah. yeah, it's always it's like from there on. Married with children. Yep, all that. Exactly. Yeah. You never see the other side of that that house. Mm-hmm. It's always full house and married with children. <laughs> that starts to drive me crazy. And then the the canned laughter, the applause. No one laughs. No one goes ha ah, ha 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 ha. And then dies down. down. Yeah. And like, what the fuck are people going ooh for oh, when God. Joey walks in the room? Or, <laughs> what? So goofy. It's and it starts driving me crazy because it's not real. Yeah, for sure. Who, who the fuck came up with the idea to have fake laughter and fake clapping and like, I don't know. It it's it really starts to fuck with me. Yeah, uh, wasn't it Louis C.K.'s original show um, supposed to like oh, reference yeah, yeah. that? It was like really like, it was like kind of shitty on purpose uh-huh. to like, reflect that. Yep, that's right. Yeah, what like, was even, that called? even like was more it? so like uh, was it Louis back in, like the fifties kind of. What was that show called? Um, uh, I think it was just Louis, right? No, that's his new one. That was the other one. It was like... Life with Louis. Life with Louis? Yeah, yeah, I think so. That was HBO, I believe, or something like that. But yeah, I could never get into it just because it was like so, like, it referenced that so hard I couldn't get into it. It was almost that. too much of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That kept me away, but the it's all, it's like that on purpose, though. Right. Exactly. So I need to go back and rewatch that. I Speaking of Louis, what's going to go on with that guy, man? He'll be back. I miss him so much. People, people, the crowds will, I mean, the crowds will prove. Yeah. Just like, forgive him. It's already starting to that the me too movement's kind of i mean it's still prevalent and i hope it never dies yeah it needs uh, to be there for sure of course i'm glad people are checking their mails are for checking sure but it yeah i think yeah i think the dust is settling a little bit yeah i mean um, he uh went to camp. one of those new york clubs recently oh. to hang out really he didn't go on stage or anything but he's just hanging out so he so. hasn't performed since all that happened right just, uh, yeah as think. far as i know yeah yeah it's crazy for a guy that probably performed nearly every night of his life. Exactly, yeah. Was... And the eerie thing is, I just saw a thing where he's talking about, like, you know, because um, he was ma- he always makes jokes like, how oh, he flew first class and he stays in really nice hotels. And he's yeah. like, I don't live like you guys. Yeah. And he's like, but this is all new for me. And it's going to end soon. He's like, so I'm enjoying this while it lasts. Yeah. And he, like, pre-called it. He knew that something, you know, this was all going to come crashing down on him at some point. <laughs> But I don't think he knew it was going to happen that way. It's fucked. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but... No, no. Can't do that shit, man. Yeah, that whole power dynamic is weird. Is yeah. Creepy. He's had a creepy uh, fetish. Yeah, and it's really cool. I he, I mean, you could argue that he handled it the best way that anyone could. Mm-hmm. He came That's out... why he should not be handled the way like... like he shouldn't be on the same level as like Weinstein and all that creepy... No, of course really not. Really creepy and Cosby of shit. Of course not. And yeah. Louis is just like... clear about that. This is a There's true story. To it. This happened. I'm just gonna peace out for a little while. Yeah. I've, what do you say? Something like, I've been lucky enough to have my whole career where I get to talk and say whatever I want. Yeah. And for net, and for a while, I'm gonna listen. Yeah. And he pretty, just pretty honest. Well. Yep. Yeah. I'm sure he's like going to therapy and reading and listening and. Yeah. He's a smart dude. He has he's daughters. a smart guy. Yeah. Probably come back with some good oh, material. Can you imagine that? The the shame of the daughters. <laughs> for and sure. His yeah. ex-wife. Yeah. And, yeah that's shit. Oh. But how? You, did you were you a big fan of Louis the uh, FX show? Oh fuck yes. yeah, it's fucking brilliant. One I of thought. my favorite things ever made. Yeah, it got so it got weird. Good. I mean, <laughs> for a some of them show. are just not funny. Exactly, They're like just like, about suicide. Comfortable is kind of <laughs> really pretty dark. Really just dark. Let, lets it really sit there. Bro. And it the cool thing I love about that show is it's whatever it wants to be. Yeah, they're like that was the whole point of the show. Is there's no rules. Yeah, they give them a lot of leeway. Yeah, and like how characters on the show. It, like one person will play his sister one season, yeah. and the next season someone else. Well, then else. his ex-wife is black. And yeah, his ex-wife is black, and now yeah. she's white. Yeah, it, just, it, just, it, just, it doesn't care. doesn't matter. It yeah. doesn't fucking matter. It's, just, it's a story. It's fake. It's a story. Yeah. It's just fake anyway. 
Yeah, I love that show. Me I need too. to rewatch it. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, when he comes back, it's just going to be now he's back. Yeah, exactly. He's going to come out. He'll do one show. He'll probably address that. For sure, he has to. He'll make a joke about it. Yeah. And then he's just going to move on. He'll probably get heckled for a while, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, social justice horseshit. They'll probably say something. Yeah. But he's probably the best at handling that out of anyone. He's the man. I just saw I a clip. Wait. I know, I can't wait. Of uh, <laughs> He starts performing. It's like a huge show somewhere in Boston. And there's a moment of quiet. Like, there isn't a show. Like, I'm talking right now, mm-hmm. and now there's quiet. In that space, this woman calls out. She goes, I like your boots. <laughs> and he goes, what? She's like, I like your boots. He's like, maybe wait for a better time to tell me that. <laughs> There's literally so any stupid. other time. This is the worst time to tell me that. Yeah, during a special film. Yeah. Fucking special. He's so fucking good. The I thing I don't get is just like, uh, they're fucking comedians. The first off, they're fucking comedians. Like, I don't know yeah. like, why they get such like put put on such like pedestal. That's right. Like, they're supposed to be perfect fucking humans. That's right. Like, they're Yo, fucking comedians. They're like they're dirtbags. Yeah, exactly. Fucking dirtbags. <laughs> Degenerate dirtbags. I know. Yeah. No shit. Rock stars or like NFL players. Even it's like what? He's what a linebacker expect? for the Seahawks. <laughs> you think he he didn't do these things or like yeah, drunk course, driving? Of course he beats his wife. Of course, yeah. Or um, he hits people. It's not good. Living. No one's saying it's good. It's awful. But I don't know. It, yeah, we should we should criticize them. We should do all the things we're doing when that stuff happens. But it's the surprise that drives me crazy. Like, Just because oh, you see him on TV, I guess you think yeah. hold him to a whole different standard. Oh yeah. Did you do you ever watch comedians in cars getting coffee? Some of them, Seinfeld? just like the comedians I know. Yeah, me too. I've never like, watched all of them. I watched this Bill Burr, right? I think he was on one. Bill Burr. Yeah, Did he you was. watch the Louis one? Shit. That one's a that really one, good actually. one. They go on his boat. Okay, yeah, I missed that one for sure. That's yeah, super good. He tells this really fucking funny story about uh, Louis takes his daughters out on this boat for the first time. Mm-hmm. And it's in the New York Harbor out of Manhattan. So, and which, by the way, not a lot of private people take boats out in the New York Harbor. It's like freight. <laughs> And, you know, then it's the open ocean. Yeah. Um, or, like, the super, super elite will have yachts that kind of go around that harbor. And so, anyway, he's one of the, he, he's, like, the rare person that did it. And he takes his daughters out for the first time. It's, you know, daddy-daughter day. And he <laughs> takes them out on this trip. And then he gets lost. <laughs> it's, like, a, just oh, a shit. disaster. There's fog. They almost hit a barge. And then, uh, and then something happens where, like, Oh, he, he he pulls into, like, a little cove, and he's going to anchor down. They're going to have lunch and, like, play around. Uh-huh. And then he gets stuck in the mud. He gets, oh, like, fuck. stuck. And then, so, anyway, you know, he goes a whole story about how awful of a day that was. And there's people on the bank, and they recognize because yeah. he's a celebrity. So they start, like, yelling at him, making fun of him. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. And he had um, his GPS thing. And on the screen, they show the proof of Louis, like where the boat went and it was uh-huh. just like zigzagging and all fucking lost and stupid. And <laughs> it was real bit... fucking amateur. Yeah. Yeah. And it was stuck in the mud for like 24 hours. Oh God. People had to come bring them food. <laughs> a guy got out in a boat, like his little raft and swam to Louis. Yeah. And dug him out of the mud, like a real man, as he put it and put like, made him look like a little shit. Oh, it's oh, so fucking funny. That's us. That was a good episode. The Bill Burr one's really good too. I love that shit though. Like, 
in real life when they fuck up like um I guess Larry, there's video footage of Larry David in a parking garage, and he couldn't figure out, like, the parking meter to exit the parking garage. <laughs> and it was just, like, curb. He's, like, throwing his hands up. Really? And, like, and, like the lady in oh. back of him had to, like, run up there and, like, help him out. But he Dude, couldn't that's figure great. It. Fucking curb is so goddamn funny. Larry David's a fucking genius. He's a genius. Comedic genius. I didn't get it, it at first. It's gotten better, too. I'll like, admit it. Just, like, yep. on his... Do you think there's going to be more? Yeah, he has open door policy, but uh, they're already like writing filming the, <gasps> the next season. He's old, man. Yeah, he's getting up there. He's getting up there. I think that's why he's, he's doing well this, in his seventies now, right? Yeah, he's fucking old. As fuck. I mean, he's as healthy as a seventy year old could get, though. He looks pretty goddamn healthy. That's one of the jokes on the 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 uh, comedians in cars getting coffee. That episode with Larry David and Seinfeld. Yeah. Did you watch that one? That one's I don't think so. epically funny because they're like I the same guy. Up. I think it's on Netflix, right? Yeah. I mean that it's because they're the same dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> before they start the show, they're like outside bullshitting by their cars before the, even the episode begins, and they just start talking, and then they just they're just standing there, <laughs> just looking at each other, making each other laugh without saying anything. They just find each other that funny. Yeah. <laughs> and then Saifo at one point he's like, "Man, we can kill time better than anyone else." <laughs> Yeah, they're on a different level. They're, it's like I mean, some psychic shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they're both worth nearly a billion dollars each. Literally. Well-deserved, too. Well-deserved. Yeah. Even so, though I don't know if I've ever checked out any of like, Jerry Seinfeld's like comedy, like separate from yeah. like, any like you know, show or something like that. I have a little bit. Did you watch the Netflix documentary about I need, him? I need to watch it. It's good. Yeah. It's legitimately good. Um, that stuff's funny, for sure. Didn't he do like old material? Wasn't like the whole thing? Yeah, he did a lot like of his old jokes, best of kind of thing. Yeah, because he's it's kind of a different kind of thing. Yeah, he's of that generation where like bits were like it's like an, an songs. act. An yeah. act is an act. An yeah. act is an act. Yeah, you read these sense. moments, and people start recognizing those bits. And, yeah, which I get. Different and, era, but then Louis and those guys they drop it every year. And yeah, they start a new show every Seems year. To be like yeah, a year and, and a half, back, two years, which is more uh, probably harder to do, I'd imagine. Oh God. Yeah, I love the whole process, like when the comedians talk about that, you know, because we follow a lot of pe- a comedians' right. podcasts. Yeah. But they say that just like once you dump the material off for a special, it's like scary. That's sinking you got feeling. Nothing sunken now. feeling. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Out there man. fighting it every and night. And you'd be like a band getting rid of, you know, you write a record, you tour that record for a year, then you just never play those songs yeah, ever that's again. That's fucking crazy. That's, that's crazy. You have to start over. <laughs> Holy shit. That's so nuts. Yeah, it's a whole other beast. That'd be interesting if a band ever did that. I can't see that ever happening though. That you know turnover, I mean? yeah, the turnover is really fucking fast. And yeah, I guess, it wouldn't work. I don't think audiences would allow it. Well, I think there seems to be a thing like where people don't want to like lose their audience with too much of a gap between material. Like I think you see minus the bear, or they used to do mm. that. They used to put out a year like pretty fucking fast, right? Yeah, like, yeah, every yeah, two yeah. years or something, something like that. And of course, like the material got kind of dull, in my opinion, for sure. But they. But they still played their old songs. Yeah, for sure. You know, yeah, yeah so of course. And I think that'd be the, that's the only way for a band to grow a live audience because they're gonna want to hear. Like when we go see Deftones, we're gonna want to hear them play around oh, the first God. stuff. Yeah, and if they they didn't, do it in a good way too. Like even yeah. the old old shit. Like they'll, oh, go, yeah. like they'll do like a medley. Yep. Like, yeah, they're like, all, all right, we'll just stuff. get them all done at once. Yeah. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. That's really smart. I've heard Chino talk about adrenaline and how like. You know, he was honest. Like, I hate playing seven words. Like, and the guy's like, "Really?" The, the dumb journalist, is like, "Really?" It's one of my favorites. He's like, "I'm sure it is," but yeah. I wrote those lyrics when I was 15 years old. That's fucking hilarious. I'm 40. Yeah, 
what are you talking about? Like, I don't identify with, do you, do you identify with who you were when you're 15? So yeah, yeah it's, you're, you're it's always tough. tied to it in a, in a way. I mean, I always think about bands like that, like Muse. They've been a band since they were 15. You okay. too, been in a band since they were 15 years old. Those old motherfuckers. Um, it's hard to picture Bono as a kid. I know. <laughs> was, they were like a new wave punk band at back then. Oh yeah. Yeah. I right. love that old, old like I don't know, it's like '85 or something. Red Rocks. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I need to rewatch it. Um, who else was I gonna say? Oh, and then Deftones. Yeah, they were like 15, 16 years old when they did all that old shit. So anyway, what I was gonna say is like, imagine being our age or even older, forty plus, and playing the same shit from comfort or like mindset. Oh, Tabana, yeah. all the yeah, bands yeah, we used that, to be in when we were kids. Yeah, totally. Those songs you're still playing live now. Yeah, that's wild. That's unbelievable to me. I mean, objectively, there's like a charm about it, you know. I right. mean, it sucks that it's, it's like you and like you know you're so sure. like tied to it. But uh, sure, there's a charm about it, you know, just the oh, time yeah. and space. Yeah, and I guess it, you know, it it's different for us than it would be for them because if we're playing songs from when we were kids, we're just playing it for us and yeah. to 12 people to show just but cut, for them, cutting your teeth yeah but, uh, they're on a major label i guess it's the same difference but yeah and they have thousands of people each night they're dying to hear that old shit so that changes the dynamic and well, you know got some hits yeah yep 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 who have you been listening to lately anything new these days uh let's see fucking christ i always freeze up i can never i have a terrible recall i have the worst um, I was listening to the new Arctic Monkeys album. That's oh, yeah, yeah. Very, very... Was uh, Josh Homme a part of that? I don't know. I would imagine he is. Because I think he has been for a while, right? It's very David Bowie-ish. Cool. A little more experimental. Yeah, I mean, it's... I don't think... I don't even know the radio songs, so I don't really know a whole yeah. lot about them. I wasn't a fan of them really at all until the last album they did, and then I got kind of obsessed with it. Nice. Stuff. Yeah. Some of it's so original and... Oh no! I really, really like it. I like the new single off this record. Um, but yeah, I mean, I and I respect that they're like, they're you know they're a real band. They they take chances and they grow. Each album's a different thing, nice. and they visually look different. A lot, like old school shit. Yeah. Like when the Stones kind were of the whole campaign behind the yep. whole. Yeah. Now they they all they look like they're from the seventies with big like Jesus <laughs> haircut, like the like. You know, they're in, like, a Manson cult together, mustaches and, like, aviators. Really go for it. They really go for it. That's cool. Yeah, and then the record before that was, like, more Josh Homme, like, slick back hair and, like, leather jackets and, you know, rock star shit. More, like, you know, swagger and arrogance. And this time it's, like, the opposite. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just I find that stuff interesting because it's probably more fun to do that as a a band and an artist. Well, sure, especially if the it reflects the music you're making at the time, and like you just kind of dive deep into. Yeah, it. for sure. Like yep. I'm not, I'm not a fan of rockabilly or anything, but um, I'd fucking love to like, kind of have that style and do this kind of drugs mm-hmm. and like put that that kind of music. Like, oh, um, absolutely. What, what fucking uh, what's totally. his face? Um, Mike Patton and uh, Mr. Bungle. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> like, exactly. Like that kind of side of it. Just well, going hundred percent for it. I heard um. I heard an interview with Bono talking about that very thing, like how, because, you know, old U2 was like more political and they're like kids from Ireland and they, they'd have flags and 
you know, you know, they were like cowboy hats and like they pump the revolution fists and shit. Right. Yeah. And then the next record, he had like the slicked hair, fucking aviator, you know, like glasses and he became a pop star. Yeah. And everyone kind of got mad at him for it. He's like, I had to do that to stay in the band because I couldn't keep just being me. Yeah. I had to, it's like going on stage, like a Broadway show. Like Freddie Mercury talks about that too. Whole interviews of him where like, also, how about that trailer for the dude? New? It looks so good. It looks like they did it right. Yeah, I think so too. I we should put so. that on, man. That'd be good for the for the show. What's it, what's it called? Um, oh, it's, it's, a, it's a Queen reference, right? Rap, Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah. right? What's the name of that actor? Oh, I don't He's know. He's in that man. movie or that show, something robot. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Do you know who originally was going to play him, Freddie Mercury? Yes, uh, Borat. Yep. Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, looks that would like have it. been perfect. Yeah, it really, really would have. But For whatever did, reason, he turned it down. But they did a good job with this guy, I guess. Yeah. For the most part. All right, here's Bohemian Rhapsody trailer. This is when the operatic section comes in. <laughs> oh, the operatic section, yeah. Mamma mia, really mamma mia. Yeah, for sure. November 2nd. November 2nd. Can't wait for that shit. Me and Rhapsody. You know, it's funny. I always think about how the, the guys in Queen, in the band, other than Freddie Mercury deserve a lot more credit than they might get yeah they're just kind of the band right dude well I, I don't even just mean musically but like the fact that they were a rock band in the 70s with a openly gay guy technically he's bisexual but super flaming infeminate you know feminine gay man yeah. as the leader of their band and the name of the band was queen yeah kind of pushed that yeah, and these three straight guys were like, yeah, cool, man. We're cool with that. In the 70s, when people were so homophobic. Well, they're like, out of England, too. I think they were a little, a little maybe more, more limp-wristed. Yes, probably. Or as more accepted, Liberal, I guess, yeah. Perhaps. But even that, I mean, like, you know, you hear, like, the Stones and the Beatles, they dropped the hard F word. And, I mean, everyone was... The time, yeah. You know, it was just the, for the time. It was so different. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I just love that, like, metalheads and fucking bros in america oh, would just with the they, rock horns they love and killed it man they the, loved it the production the sound everything's like super unique meanwhile he's running around with these little sh- like booty shorts and fucking the gay man mustache with aviators that broken mic stand yeah that, oh, dude, the first time they got together so the story of that it's fucking great oh my god yeah that some of their live shows it's like some of the best well just to find arena rock yep just like the definition of lights rock. and stuff and just, yeah how he, yeah, the mic stand. It was like half a stand. Yeah, I guess the thing is like when he first jammed with those guys, he was just rocking around so hard that he fucking broke the mic stand. And then oh, that's what you were saying. Then, then he always just kept it like that, just like you know, as like that's the story? reminder or like you know. whoa. Yeah, I was wondering why he did that. What's that sound? The computer. My computer's no. gonna blow up. It's getting hot in here. It's we're getting sweating. hot. It's getting hot. But yeah, for uh, music these days that I'm listening to, I'm listening. The new Melodrone came out, and I don't know if you're a fan of that. 
But uh, the um, guy from Big Black Delta, you know that album? Vaguely. Or that, that dude. Okay. Anyways, he kills it, but he's back with his band, Melodrone. I'll check it out. I'll put it on my Spotify yeah, right a, now. There's a single going on. Right? I, they just released. Electronic dope stuff, as fuck. right? Uh, this is more of like a, a band kind of feel. Mm. Uh, Big Black Delta, his solo project is like mostly electronic. Mel, how do you, Mellow Drone? Mellow Drone, yes. Drone? Yeah. Okay. But that's what I've been listening to. Sweet, man. Hey, Wheeler Walker Jr. is coming back in town. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, August, yeah, August 20th at the Revolution Hall. Yeah, man. I'm a fan. Yeah, I he's, am a he's awesome, fucking dude. fan. Oh, my God. That first album is so fucking good. Second one's good, too, but the first one's like all fucking hits. Yeah, the what's that one? It's like uh, Summers in Kentucky. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one's a fucking... Fuck you, bitch. Big hit. That's good. Yeah, fuck you, bitch, of course. Um, the video is hilarious, too. Dude, the video is so fucking It looks funny. like a real fucking video. <laughs> Oh God, we should let's play one of the songs because now I need to hear it. God, I love them so much. Do the hit the what the you can blanch and a vanish and abandon and banish and a bear to do what the, the, the titty fuck? fucking sucking to the what the fucking name of that song? Um, which one of you queer is gonna suck my dick? Oh, p- uh, puss in boots. Puss in boots. I like my puss in boots. I don't find that a man bear. I like my puss in boots. Summers in Kentucky. God, that song's actually like really fucking good. So funny. But yeah, he has a badass band too. I saw him last summer. He fucking they killed. Where'd you see him? Uh, Dante's. Oh shit. Yeah, small ass place. I'm glad he's fucking getting some traction, man. He's getting some big gigs. Yeah, he's going on tour with Kid Rock. Yeah, that's huge. And that's, that's crazy. That's the crowd he wants too. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, I'm not a fan of Kid Rock, but no, of course those dudes will fucking support him. And yeah, I think. Uh... I mean, that would be good for him. He's so fucking funny. Yeah. I love listening to him on podcasts yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's doing the circuits and stuff. He must live in L.A. now, right? No, I think he still lives. I mean, he just comes out here for, for press. Right. You know. That's Yeah, he probably just gets it all done at once. <laughs> you know, he released a country album, um, The Week of 9-11. It said, like, I forget what the oh, title shit. of it, but it said, like, something like I'm not a city boy or something. had, <laughs> like, the towers in the back or something. <gasps> It just by chance? Just by chance. Oh, my God. <laughs> just completely bombed. Oh. oh, that's what I was going to say about Friends. They don't mention 9-11. Yeah. That was the whole joke. That's so fucked up, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, man. It's a good time show. Yeah. We're not going to do any kind of real events or reality. How about Jennifer Aniston's tits in that show? Is her fucking uh, nipples? Do you remember that? In, like uh, through the shirt and stuff? Always. Every single episode, it's a, a little frigid on. Set. Yeah, that's like a thing. You don't know that? No, she I didn't never know. wore a bra in the whole goddamn show. And she oh. was always nipping out every fucking episode. It's perky, man. Miss Percolation. Hell, Percocets. Yeah, dude. Percus. I mean, she invented that. She knew exactly. What God, she, was she had doing. a hairstyle. She had the nipples. She had the hair. Going. She had the nippers. God damn, she still looks good till to this day. Jenny Annie. Woo. Office space. Well, that was the night. Oh the my 90s, god, but. yeah. That goddamn Just stupid hat she wore in that fucking movie. The, like, the Gilligan hat. Oh, the barbecue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's do some current events, Andrew. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I'm getting drunk over here. That's what we do. <laughs> Just hang it. What is this, Wednesday? 
All right. Guillermo del Toro. Fuck you, bitch. You broke my heart. Fuck your, your friends. For tearing us, us apart. Fuck your dog. Hope he never Everybody comes home. Fuck you, bitch. I hope you wound up alone <laughs> so fucking I like bad. how um, like black twitter got a hold of that too oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah oh shit even country artists are making diss tracks that one black guy that always sings do you know who? uh and uh, yeah I don't know there's a guy he always yet. does like videos of him driving his car singing to <laughs> Wheeler Walker He's nice like, just big fucking black dude yeah fucking awesome apparently Snoop Dogg's a big fan too yeah they all kind of retweet I think Erica Badu even really retweeted it oh, that's great see yeah. that's that's super fucking cool because Wheel Rocker is not politically correct at all. Exactly. You can give a fuck. And, and uh, these days, fucking the record labels are coming at him hard. Yep. That's like, right, nope. man. Independent. I've See ya. Gotten screwed. Dude, I hope Showtime just God. screwed him over like last year. Yeah, that's right. I hope he just keeps taking off. Exactly. Fuck corporate, all that shit. Oh, my God. And That'd these, be so you know, great. The social media these days, you can do it all on your own. Tits and ass. and <laughs> Doing it his way. Yep. And that's why it's working, because it resonates and it's, it's real. It's encouraging, for sure. But anyways, sure, uh, yeah, on the current events, mm. Guillermo del Toro preps a Netflix Ooh. horror and anthology series. <gasps> what? I haven't read anything about this, but this fucking looks awesome. What's it called? Uh, it's prepping a new net, new Netflix horror anthology series, 10 After Midnight, which Damn. will find the horror oh fantasy director writing and director, directing select episodes and hand-selecting so a team of genres, genres' best writers and exciting new filmmakers to craft additional installments. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Netflix fucking does it right. So, this so like American Horror ass. Story, but with him. I hope so. Yeah, sounds like it. That's awesome. Do you ever like American Horror Story? I like some of it. Uh some of uh, early episodes, earlier yeah. seasons for sure. I, got, I agree. Got kind of too much. It like the circus ones were kind of funny. Yeah, dog shit. Every season after the first season, I would always start it, and I would always start it and watch like four episodes, and then I'd stop. Yeah, I never finished any of the seasons after. Got kind of ridiculous. Like the uh, the covers kind of got stupid. Like, yeah. what are you doing? What are you doing? Doing too, trying to get too hip. But the um, Del Toro, man. the last one looked actually pretty good. Like the one with um, what's his face? Uh, Boys in the Hood, uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh yeah, they seem to dial it back a little more and kind of get back on track. Yeah, I don't think I watched that one. Yeah, I think it was that on Netflix. Do you watch the one with Lady Gaga? I did not. It was it. It was the same thing. Like the first three episodes were pretty cool, mm-hmm. and then it just it just gets old really quick. Damn. Like, okay. Yeah, that's Lady Gaga. <laughs> yeah. The first yeah, season that's definitely yeah, Lady Gaga. That's crazy. The first season was awesome. Well, cool, man. When does this come out? You said 2018. Let's see. Mm. Jesus Christ! Well, they don't on. say at all. Cool. All right. We just we just know it's gonna happen. <laughs> it's in the works. I love him. Yeah, I, like I haven't seen The Shape of Water, but I'm glad it's doing so well. And It's you know, good. Pan's Labyrinth was fucking badass. Fucking great. If you like Pan's Labyrinth, you'll like Shape of Water. Yeah, yeah. I really want to see uh, Shape I of mean, Water. I mean, Shape of Water is definitely more like mainstream, I'd say. Yeah, Pan's Labyrinth was so cool, so original. El, El Fomo. Well, after Shape of Water, because didn't that win? Did that win Best Picture? Yeah, last year it cleaned That's crazy, right? that one Best Picture. That doesn't seem right to me. <laughs> but, I mean, it was good, but Jesus Christ. Yeah, a lot of good movies came out last year, right? Oh, fuck yeah. Get Out. Oh, God, you remember the year before when fucking the movie uh, La La, they thought La La Land had won? 
Oh, do you remember that? They messed up? Dude, uh, that I remember was... hearing about it. I didn't watch it live. Right? So what had happened is at the end of the Oscars, they do the best picture. That's how they wrap up the show. Yeah. Um, Warren Beatty and not Jane Warren Beatty and some other old broad. They go out there and he he's looking at the envelope and he he kind of you know because they're kind of like trying to be playful like they do on stage you know mm-hmm. yeah and so people are thinking it's a bit but he's go- he's kind of like confused he goes this can't be right and he shows it to her and she's like oh i can't take him anywhere like hurry up and read the thing already yeah and yeah. so he felt pressure to do it so he's like okay and what it was was it was emma stone and emma stone had won best actress before and so it was the same card from the best actress category so someone just fucked up it said emma stone la la land yeah and so he takes it as la la land. so he thought it was la la land but it was actually the movie moon had one best picture yeah. so he says best picture la la land they start playing the music from la la land the whole cast direct the whole cast you remember for best picture everyone gets on stage all the actors actors producers writers there's like 25 people up there God. And then a guy runs up with headphones, like a stage guy. He's like, no, no, no. He starts, like, you have to get off. This is wrong. Sorry. And uh, the director of La La Land, you know, he's talking to him. Then he gets on mic. He's like, "Um, apparently we didn't win. Apparently Moon won Best Picture. Guys, you have to get up here. And then people start laughing. The crowd's like, guys, this is not a joke. They messed up. We didn't win. (laughs) It's so awkward. It's one of the most awkward things I've ever seen live television in front of the whole world God. and and then moon Damn. was like a 95 percent black cast they get up there and they get two seconds to say thank you because the credits are rolling at this point yeah yeah, yeah. like oh thank you to your mom and then the show ends people were fucking pissed man yeah it's crazy? a colossal fuck up. yeah yeah i, mean, this, what, I don't even know how that happens like don't oh, you I know, triple man. check all that shit or yeah got too comfortable i guess yeah they, there's some system that got all fucking messed up but like this last year, they had Warren Beatty read again. Redeem. He redeemed himself, yeah. Everyone was mad at him. It wasn't his fault. Oh, yeah. He's just the fucking host. Or came I imagine out. being on stage and, and you know that the whole country is watching you live. You get that thing where, like, you're not going to question it. You just go along with the system, you know? Exactly. You're, you're not going to be the one guy in history that goes, like, uh, I think this is wrong because the music's playing, the, the snare drum's rolling, you know? Yeah. So and lot, the winner pressure. is. Keep it all together. Be, yeah. And be like a oh man, charismatic on top of all yeah, that. Exactly, <laughs> and he's you know eighty. It's an eighty-year-old Trent Reznor right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, crazy man. What the fuck were we talking about? Uh, current events. So, uh, thousands of people in Sweden are embedding microchips under what? their skin to replace ID cards. Oh, what could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong <laughs> exactly. from every fucking sci-fi movie we've ever watched? Yeah, just I mean, just Ugh. like these days, like fucking institutions and like corporations are always like overstepping, like data mining and stuff like that. So like, clearly, yeah. So about like, why would you just want to fucking three thousand Swedish people shit? have inserted a microchip into their bodies to make their daily lives easier? How hard is it to have a fucking wallet? It's on not. You? It's simply not. <laughs> just function like that. So-called biohacking is on the rise as more people depend on. I mean, it's wearable in- technologies, interconnected devices. It really is inevitable. Yeah. Of course we're gonna get there of but course we know oh yeah 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 just like black mirror shit yeah exactly we'll be there in 20 years but yep oh yeah come on just, oh yeah just don't 
You just don't. Don't do you have to do that? Do we have to have things in us that way? I mean, it's fucking convenient, know. but come on. I know. This is so stupid. Like you said, isn't that hard to have a wallet? Yeah, exactly. A good old fashioned wallet. Yeah. You're just insured if you get money stolen <sighs> from you and stuff like that. No, 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 man. Yeah, it's weird, but that's just. I guess we're just in a transition period. Yeah. I mean, I, I, this actually made me start thinking. I was watching Entourage recently. Yeah. And Entourage is is also really old now at this point. Like when it started. Like early 2000s, mid 2003, 2003 2004, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Really I, old. I watched like the first season a while ago. Yeah. It's and it's like hilarious. flip phones. Yeah. And you, if it's like uh, Ari had a really, because he's rich and like mm-hmm. the power agent, he had a Blackberry. That was like a big deal. Yeah. I love that. And so, and then I remember thinking like, the first iPhone didn't come out till what's 2008. Is that right? 28, 2008? That's what I want. I, my memory. I was going to say that. I first iPhone. But yeah, the world changed. Um, yeah, you're right. Um, January 2007. Oh, shit. So 10 years, uh, you know, 11 years ago. The very so that's not that long ago is my point exactly. That, yeah. My point. I'm glad is, I went through the whole thing like most of my twenties without a yeah. fucking smartphone. So imagine, in like you said, twenty years from now, thirty years from now, what the fuck are we? When have? we're our dad's age, <laughs> what shit. the fuck is going to be happening then? With black, Snapchat glasses, black mirror, black mirror, black mirror. people yeah. have contacts that yeah, exactly. can record and yeah, everything's going to no privacy at all. Alexa, all that stuff's going to run your house. And it's Alexa, fl- turn it's the lights fluid. on. Yeah, it's going to be a right. different version of it. But it is Order today. me this from Amazon. Drones will come and deliver you pizza. <laughs> it's going to be wild. But man. I wonder like, what the next breakthrough is. It's, it's got to be. Like, I know. It's got to be like um, some cyborg shit. You know, it's like yeah. connecting the two. Yeah, ex- exactly. Like I always think of trying to explain the internet to someone from 1895, which is <laughs> you, not that long ago. You do not have I think to it is. go to a library. Yeah. I mean, because you, system. you have to cover so many things. Like, remember electricity? And they're like, yeah, I, I saw it at the fair once, the World Fair. You mean the, <laughs> the thing that Tesla had? and like, Yeah, Tesla coil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zapping shit. They may have heard about an automobile, maybe. I don't know. Not in 1895, right? That was like 1910 or something. Right around the corner from right around, yeah, 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 yeah. The point being, like, <laughs> yeah, it's so... Like, what is the, what is the equivalent to the internet well, it's that we don't know about yet? There were like uh, ideas of it. Like uh, Tesla had a, like a, you know a lot of ideas that were pretty goddamn close. Yeah. Like a you know way back an then. accessible library. Yeah. Didn't he say something about that? Yeah, he had a couple of like, prototypes or ideas. And you know the funny thing about the internet though is uh, at the end of the day it's still physical cables that connect everything. You know what yeah, I mean? They still have that. Yeah. They still have to have Outside. that part. It's not all wireless like we think it is. It's wireless for us. But all the data centers and the providers, you know, there's cables that run across the ocean. Yeah. Big <laughs> ass ones. That? So, uh, yeah, we're, we're pretty vulnerable still. Do you ever think how fucked up things would get, like how quickly things would get fucked up if everything went down? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because radiation blasts from the sun or whatever the hell that is, they could wipe out yeah. a lot of communication. Yeah, what do they call that? Like that. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, think 
Solar flares, I think. Solar flares, yeah, that's what I was going to say. It didn't sound right. But, I mean, um, I always think of, you know, even like this uh, Hurricane Sandy on the East Coast. Yeah. That was a couple weeks in New York City and, like, New Jersey and, you know, big cities or whatever. And people, it went bad quick. <laughs> you know, the people didn't have food and electricity for weeks on end. But imagine that times, you know, like two months, three months, six months. Shit would get so fucked, man. Well, just in general, like these days, if the fucking regional food supply gets shut down oh for God. any reason. For any reason. It's going to get fucking fucked. dicey fucking, fucking dice. fast. <laughs> Dude, I, I was watching, um, it was like the world's most dangerous jobs, one of those cheesy shows. Uh-huh. And one of them was the guys who pilot the big barges through the Columbia River Gorge, mm-hmm. which is the, one of the most dangerous oceans in the world. Dangerous you know, uh, waters in the world. Anyway, and they said it's getting with global warming, it's getting worse and worse, like bigger waves, and they're having to shut down the that area uh-huh. more and more every year. Oh, shit. And the guy was talking about how eventually, if they have to shut it down for like a month or even longer, how much it's going to affect this whole west, not even just the northwest, but a lot of the area, like Washington, Idaho, Utah, Montana, Such a major artery, major for... artery, still to this day. God damn. It would just fuck up so much. But that, so my point is that's just one little thing. Yeah. Just one thing. We still rely on trains, my man. Yeah, for Choo-choo sure. Choo-choo trains. For sure. Semi-trucks. Big hauler bubbas have to sit in a truck and haul some fucking shit. All your potato chips and God your damn. ketchup. And Get, your, getting their lot lizards. Yep. All your medicine you need at the pharmacy. <laughs> yeah, we're still pretty based on that. Yeah. I mean, you know, because we both worked at grocery stores. Yeah. Remember how often there's deliveries? Oh, yeah. Constantly stocking their shelves. Constantly. Every day. Multiple times a day. And if all that stuff just stopped. Or just slows <laughs> down even. It slows down. It just slows down. I mean, look what happens when it snows half an inch in Portland. All the stores are emptied. Yeah. Everyone buys all the water and all the fucking canned food and people lose their fucking minds. Fuck what if real shit Christ. happened? God, I can't imagine it. It's going to be scary. That's why I own a gun. Get mine. It's not a bad idea, man. Not <sighs> a bad idea. Well, you have any other currents? Looks like you have a few up there. Oh, shit, yeah. Getting drunk over here. Yeah. Having too many beers. Woo! This is a good beer, right? It's fucking It's weird. I like this kind of stuff. It's weird. Dab? Dab? D-A-B? Where the fuck do you get this from? Trader Joe's? QFC. Hmm. I like uh, I like German beer. It's good. I like St. Pauli Girl, Heineken. This is like a little more extreme version of like Heineken or like yeah. that kind of sour. Is Pilsner? it sour? Would you describe it like a sour or? Yeah, I don't know. Not is hoppy. That, not hoppy. Yeah, I don't. It's it's what like beer people don't like actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't want the green bottle. Kind of, kind of like Beck's. Yeah, I like Beck's stuff that kind that's of avenue. Like, I like it though. Yeah, it's fresh. It's right. good on a summer day. Uh, <laughs> crisp, refreshing. All right. Senate votes to overturn Haji Pais Pais. I don't know how to say that. Net would you? neutrality repeal. So they're repealing mm. that. Uh, they're trying to overturn what? Oh, that motherfucker. But House may help FCC kill net neutrality. Interest. Yeah, that, this is all today. And I guess there's a lot of party lines being crossed and voting in favor to repeal. I have heard both arguments 
so many times, and I uh, I still have no idea what the fuck is going on. But... Yeah, basically, it's just like it's just uh, faster you... lanes, right? Yeah. Well, you do you want for... the regulations of the government to like? Do you want it basically a free market where it's just free for companies to raise their prices they want, or do you want some regulation where they can't? You know, I don't know. I, I think, think that's roughly what it is. I don't know. Yeah, when it comes like to open information, I think it needs to be open. Like, I agree. Free, like, it's like the library strictly, at this point. Exactly. There's too much based on it. And yeah, I mean, that's where I'm leaning towards, but I, I'm... Yeah, I don't know enough, stupid. honestly, but... Yeah. I've heard both, and, and both sides seem pretty adamant about it. I'd hate that shit to be filtered, and like what he can and cannot see, and just because, you know corporations enough already have like a lot of say in what we see and view but the argument the is TV that kinda. if the government has say in that now they decide what you can and can't yeah see. it's gonna be creepy fahrenheit 450 oh, kind of north korea state run shit the government's not good at anything but corporations are pretty shitty too they're the same thing at this point all yep. right queen i think that's it cool man it was a good one so white people are goofy. Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry. Christians wearing Hawaiian shirts and flip flops. Ted talks. Ted talks. Crocs. Barbershop. Footloose. Wedding music. Top Gun. Chicken dance. Curling. Snapchat filters. Being very specific when you order coffee. <laughs> Mimi Grant. Cirque du Soleil. Mimi Grant. Yeah, I mean, if we could do a whole music version of this. Oh, God. Basically everything I like. Be off the road. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 737, man. It's been a while. Holy yeah. Shit. It's been a while. Stained. All right, let's get the hell out of here. Let's do, let these people go. I'll let myself go on your chest. Oh, I got to pee pee again. Surprise, surprise. Same here. All right, thank you guys for listening to the show. We really appreciate it. Rate and review, download, subscribe, all that stuff. Share it with your friends and family. And if you need anything from Stateside, contact me at StatesideMGMT on Instagram or James Ian Macmillan on Instagram. Where can they find you, Drewski? Don't mind if I drew on Instagram, baby. All right. Well, we love you so much. And this show is brought to you by Andrew and James and Stateside Management. Yeah, go check out Wheeler Walker Jr. Check him out. He's the man.
Yes, hello out there, everyone. I'm Hal Schwartz. And I'm Flynn McClain. Together we host None But the Brave, a podcast dedicated to the music and career of Bruce Springsteen. Bruce and E Street Band are on tour right now for the first time in six years, and we're taking a detailed look at what's happening on stage in our bi-weekly episodes. We've also been recently joined by some very exciting guests, including rock journalist Warren Zanes and Stephen Hyden, Backstreet's Magazine founder Charles Cross, and Barstool's Kirk Menahan. If you're a diehard Springsteen fan, this is the show for you. So please subscribe to Nimba the Brave on your favorite podcasting platform, and we hope to see you further on up the road. Thank you so much! We'll be seeing you!